The following pre-recorded program is paid for by Carla Swanigan Ministries. Get ready to experience and receive the grace you long for from the heart of God. Welcome to Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan. Carla is a wife and mother, international speaker, minister, and engaging storyteller known for her transparency with an impactful testimony of how God has transformed her own life. Her desire is to connect you with the heart of God and the truth of how he truly loves and sees you. If you're hurt, if you're broken, if you yearn for God's love and acceptance, let the healing begin. Now, here's Carla Swanigan. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Scandalous Grace, where we leave religion out of it and just bring Jesus. I'm Carla Swanigan, and I'm so glad you're joining us. Today on the show, we're going to talk about Jesus, our healer. And for some people, you know, that can be kind of a tough topic. Um, Maybe you're like me and um, God's healed you of something. Or maybe you're also like me and you still have other things that are going on in your life. Physical illness, um, ailments, infirmities. I think the Bible calls it if we want to use our um, big, big person words. Um, Things that we're dealing with that, that we haven't seen healing you know, that we haven't been set free from. So sometimes this, this can be a touchy topic to talk about, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't talk about it. You know, I know it can, it can be hard. Everybody has an opinion and, um, I totally get that. So I'm going to be sharing today from my experience, um, of Jesus and how he's been my healer and, um, how he was a healer throughout the Bible. Um, so just tune in with us today. I want to be jumping around a little bit in the word, So get your Bible app out or or grab your favorite translation and we'll dig in. Um, I'll be mostly reading from the Passion Translation, but also some other translations. So just follow along with me. And a little side note, the Passion Translation New Testament has officially been released. So for those of you like me that have fallen in love with the Passion Translation and you have all those little single books of the Bible on your bookshelf of the Passion Translation, now they have the entire New Testament plus Psalms, Proverbs, And I believe Song of Songs and all in one book. So mine is coming in the mail. It's getting delivered today. And I'm so excited. I've been waiting a really long time. So I encourage you, if you don't have that, you can check it out on Amazon and and your favorite Christian bookstore, I'm sure has it as well. But anyway, let's just dive in and start talking about some of these things that um, make me say that Jesus is our healer, right? The first thing that I want to point out from my experience is I've never read a story in the Bible, not once, not ever in the new Testament where Jesus didn't heal every single person he came in contact with. He never said no to anyone. There were lots of people that even said to him, you know, if you're willing, will you heal me? And Jesus was like, I'm willing, you know, he was always willing to heal. And what I want to say about that is, you know, a lot of people, one of the bigger arguments that actually I participated in recently, not an argument, but a discussion was, is it God's will for everyone to be healed? And my answer to that, my opinion of that is yes, it is his will that we would all be healed because he's a good father. He doesn't put diseases on his children. Um, sickness and disease come from the enemy. We know that we know that's one of the things that Jesus, you know, took for us on the cross. When he took all that beatings, he took them for, um, our sins, but also for our infirmities, all the sicknesses and diseases that he knew that the devil had brought to the earth. So, um, yes, I understand that there is sickness and disease in the earth, but I don't think that God puts that on us. It's my personal opinion based on the God that I know. And I've experienced 
that he is a good father and that he wants us healed. Now, do we always get that healing? Do we always walk in full divine health? No, I'm a perfect example of that. Um, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease about a decade ago. I'd been really sick. Some of you have heard my testimony about that before. I've been really, really sick with um, IBS-like symptoms and fever and just crazy stuff that came on me pretty suddenly. But when I look back, I see that there have been you know, seasons in my life and, and phases that I went through where it just seemed like I always had some kind of stomach flu. Well, come to find out, I, I ended up in the hospital after a really long bout with it, and it ended up being diagnosed as Crohn's disease. But I also had this amazing, beautiful woman of God come in and pray for me and lay hands on me and pray for me to be healed. And I was healed of Crohn's disease. I was instantly healed. My doctors couldn't explain it. Um, my gastroenterologist couldn't explain it. All the specialists were completely caught off guard and amazed and um, basically excited for me that that was something that I was healed of. But on the other hand, I've also had a degenerative disc disorder in my back for, gosh, probably close to 20 years, you guys. I've been dealing with... Um, extreme back pain. My back will go out. I won't be able to move. I won't be able to walk all those types of things. And I've gone through also like seasons of not having any flare ups of that, where I walk in, um, relatively good health and strength in my back. And then I've had other seasons like what I went through just recently, where it seems like my, my back was hurting all the time. I was in the bed. I was having some really bad flare ups. So I'm still believing God for my healing in that area. So you see what I mean? It's, it's a deeper, heavier, mysterious thing, God's healing, because I know it's his heart that I would walk in the fullness of divine health. He's healed me of Crohn's disease, but I'm still also waiting on my, the full healing in my back. I think it's been a gradual thing with my back. It's way better than it was years ago. My flare ups are fewer and far between than they've ever been. So I praise God for that, but I still want to see the full manifestation. I want to see that breakthrough moment. I want to see that complete perfection of a, of no more pain and a really strong, healthy spine as well. So I'm no different than the rest of you who are like, you know, yes, I believe God's our healer, but also I'm walking with some sickness in my life. I totally get it. But the Bible is still the truth. It's still the word of God. It's still his heart for us, that and the Holy spirit leading, guiding and directing us. And so, um, that's part of my relationship with him. I'm constantly learning and getting to know his heart better and figuring out, you know, what he has for me in my life and what his will for me on this planet is. But I think that that walking in, in full healing is his will for my life. And that's just my personal opinion. All of you who believe otherwise, I totally understand. I totally get it. But I'm going to share my heart with you today. So let's get into the word a little bit. Like I talked about, Jesus healed every single person he encountered in the Bible. Um, remember the story about the lepers? I can't remember which gospel that's in. But, you know, Jesus came into contact with like, I think, 10 of these guys that were hanging out by the gate as you would go into town and they were lepers and Jesus healed them all. They were all instantly healed. Now only one of them came back and thanked him for that, but they were all healed. And then one of my favorite stories in the Bible, I know we've talked about that as well is of course the woman with the issue of blood. And so I'm not going to pass up an opportunity to read that story. I love that story so much. So if you'll turn with me in your Bibles to Mark, it's listed in all, well, it's listed in three of the gospels for sure. Matthew, Mark, and Luke. But my favorite way to read about it is in Mark chapter five. So if you've got your Bible or your version app or however you, you get in touch with the word, turn in your Bibles to Mark chapter five. We're going to read the story about the woman of issue with the issue of blood. We're going to start at verse 24. 
So Jesus went with him and the huge crowd followed, pressing in on him from all sides. Now in the crowd that day was a woman who had suffered horribly from continual bleeding for 12 years. She had endured a great deal under the care of various doctors. Yet in spite of spending all she had on their treatments, she was not getting better. But worse, when she heard about Jesus' healing power, she pushed through the crowd and came up from behind him and touched his prayer shawl. For she kept saying to herself, if only I could touch his clothes, I know I will be healed. As soon as her hand touched him, the bleeding stopped immediately. She knew it, for she could feel her body instantly being healed of her disease. Jesus knew at once that someone had touched him, for he felt the power that always surged around him and passed through him for someone to be healed. He turned and spoke to the crowd, saying, Who touched my clothes? His disciples answered, What do you mean, who touched you? Look at this huge crowd. They're all pressing up against you. But Jesus' eyes swept across the crowd, looking for the one who had touched him for healing. When the woman who experienced this miracle realized what had happened to her, she came before him, trembling with fear, and threw herself down at his feet, saying, I was the one who touched you. And she told him her story of what had just happened. Then Jesus said to her, Daughter, because you dare to believe, your faith has healed you. Go with peace in your heart and be free from suffering. Oh, you guys, I love this story so much for so many reasons. I mean, there's so much beautiful stuff in it. I encourage you, don't just listen to me read it to you. If you have a chance today, um, grab your Bible, read the story. The Holy Spirit says so much to me every time I read it. I feel like I get um, deeper and deeper understanding of the, the Lord's heart for us, how he feels about us as his children, but also how he feels about healing. What I love um, about this story is, first of all, it says here that this woman had suffered horribly for 12 years. That reminds me so much of what I've been going through with my back. You know, it's been, you know, two decades, about 20 years that I've been suffering from, from my back issue. And, um, just like this woman, I've had all kinds of treatments and, um, tried a bunch of different things, been to many, been to many different doctors. Um, but it's, it's not healed yet. And I'm, she believed in Jesus's healing power. As soon as she heard about it, she believed. And, and that's how I feel. I'm like, listen, Jesus. Let's you and me talk about this. Come on now. I believe in your healing power. I know what's up. I've read the word. I believe your gifts are for today. I believe that your healing is still for today. I believe that I'm supposed to walk free of sickness and disease. I believe that I'm supposed to lay hands on the sick and they too will be healed. Like I believe everything that you say. So whenever you're ready, I am super ready for my healing. So I, I can only imagine what this woman felt as she's approaching Jesus. And then the other part of the story is she's approaching him in this massive crowd. Like imagine your favorite like movie star or music artist coming to town and they're just walking through your neighborhood and there's this huge crowd around them and you are determined that you're, I mean, this is your person, right? The person that you admire the most and you are going to get to them and how you would have to just have such like strength and perseverance to press through that crowd. And that's what this woman does. She's like, if I can only get to him and touch his clothes, I know I will be healed. And so that's totally what she does. And I love her fortitude, her determination, um, literally just pull it on heaven for her healing. And I can relate to that so much. I've done that so many times, especially when I've been in the midst of one of my flare ups and one of my most painful times. Um, and she did, she pressed through and she was instantly healed. She felt it. She knew it. Bam. It was done. And Jesus knew instantly that somebody had touched him. And he said, who touched my clothes? And what I love about that is in spite of the fact that he's completely surrounded by all these people, he's in this crowd where he's like the disciples even say to him, you're being like jostled and pushed on. 
from every side, you know, and she's like touched him and he totally feels it still, even though he's in the midst of this crowd. And I love that about Jesus. You guys, all of our prayers, all of our prayers, all of our requests, all of our conversations with him. He hears them all. He sees each and every one of us individually. That's who Jesus is. It didn't matter that he was in this huge crowd and all these people are pulling on him. I guarantee you there were tons of people in that crowd that needed healing. Um, They were all like pressing and pulling on him, but he still noticed her. He still felt that power leave his body. He still felt her get healed and he was still aware of her. And I love that about him. And so I just want to say to you guys listening, he hears you. You're not lost in a sea of people to him. Um, Yeah, there's tons of stuff going on in the world. Maybe even problems bigger than whatever it is that you're asking God for. Um, the Lord doesn't look at it like that. He cares about every detail of our lives. He cares about every single request, every single need. He even, he cares about every single want, every heart's desire. That's how Jesus is. Like I said, there's never a story in the Bible. There's not one of him coming in contact with someone that needed healing that didn't receive it. I mean, think about the guy that was lowered down from the roof by his friends because he was paralyzed. This guy couldn't even walk, but he's his friends and he are determined to get to Jesus. They know that if they can just get there, Jesus will heal them. And his friends cut a hole in the roof, you guys, to get to him. And Jesus is in the middle of like teaching this huge crowd that's all packed into this house. And he still takes time to stop and heal that man, that paralytic. And I think that's so beautiful. And sometimes, you know what, you guys, we don't have the faith anymore. We're exhausted from praying about it. We're disappointed. We're discouraged. I know there's been times with my back. I'm like super bummed out that I'm still not healed. The days when it's really bad, when it's flared up and I can't move, I can't even, you know, walk to the restroom by myself. I can't get a glass of water. I can't um, sit up and hug my kid's neck before he leaves for school. Those days are hard. I mean, I'm not trying to sugarcoat. Hey, you know, wait on Jesus. He's your healer. La-di-da. Tra-la-la. Life is easy. Sunshine, roses, and butterflies. No. Hello. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that Jesus sees you. He's with you in the midst of your disappointment and you can give him all that too. That's what I do. I'm just like, Hey Jesus, this totally sucks. I hate it. I've been praying for this for a really long time to be healed. It's gotten better. It's not perfect. I still need my healing, but I know God that you are good no matter what. And I believe that you want to heal me. And that's what I encourage you guys to say today too. Like even right now, you guys, I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. I've had this horrible sinus infection, nasty cold for like two weeks now. And um, it's really been affecting my voice. And as froggy and as husky as my voice sounds today, it is still a million times better than it's been for the past two weeks. So I praise God for that. I want to look at another place in the Bible um, that it talks about Jesus being our healer and, um, That we should, you know, do what Jesus did. That's what he did. He went around and healed everyone. It talks in 1 Peter chapter 2. If you have your Bibles, 1 Peter chapter 2. It says, he himself, speaking of Jesus, this is Peter talking about Jesus. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sin and live for righteousness. And by his wounds, you have been healed. And that's one thing that's like, hard for us sometimes to wrap our minds around because we're here in this body on earth, but we're also seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, right? That's what it tells us in the word that we're seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. So it's almost like we're living in two worlds, right? 
we're here on this earth for such a short time and we're going to be with him in eternity and heaven forever. But it tells us by his wounds, we have been healed. So that's like a past tense, present tense, future tense, all of it wrapped up into one really. So, um, it also tells us, you know, that famous verse in Isaiah in the old Testament, it's not just the new Testament. It tells us in Isaiah chapter 53 verse five, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him and by his wounds, we are healed. There's that present tense again, you guys. So I know we don't always see it like manifest, like I'm talking about like my Crohn's healing instant snap the fingers. I went one minute from being really sick to being instantly healed and delivered from that. My CAT scan MRI thing went from the night before showing my intestines and everything completely inflamed and like shredded and swollen and looking horrible. All the ravages of years of Crohn's disease that I wasn't even aware had been there to two weeks later when I did another one, one entire half of that picture was completely pristine. They looked like brand new intestines completely healed exactly halfway. And then at the end, completely done a couple of weeks later. So God just moved through my body in a mighty way. And so sometimes we see those instant healings, you know, like the woman with the issue of blood. And that's how I feel about that Crohn's disease. You know, one minute I had it, the next minute Jesus touched me and I didn't have it. But then there's the issue with my back. You know, I know God's told me he's going to heal me. The Holy Spirit encourages me. Jesus is my healer. Um, He comforts me. The Holy Spirit comforts me on those days that are really hard. But I'm still walking through that healing. It's been a very gradual thing. But I believe that I will walk in the fullness of that one day. You know, and Jesus also, you know, told the disciples and in turn is telling us, go out and heal the sick. You know, he talks about it in the Great Commission. He tells us in Matthew 28, as you go, preach this message. The kingdom of heaven is near. And he also tells us in Matthew 10, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely you give. And that's sometimes hard for us, you guys, because we want to pray for people. We want to believe that Jesus is our healer. We want to tell them that Jesus is their healer, but we're kind of scared to pray for them because we're like, what if they don't get healed? You know, Uh uh-oh, what if it doesn't happen? Well, you know what? We're still called to pray. It's not about us. It's on Jesus. That's not on you, whether they get healed or not. That's not your responsibility. Your responsibility, the only part that Jesus asks us to do here in Matthew chapter 10 is to actually lay hands on them and pray for them to be healed. That's your part. That's you saying yes. That's you following Jesus. That's you modeling your life after Jesus. That's you saying yes to what he's asking you to do. That's being a true Christ follower. So I know it's scary. I get it. I've prayed for people um, for years, laid hands on the sick and not seen anything happen. I've also been super excited when something amazing does happen, you know, and I can't explain that. I don't know why sometimes it doesn't happen. I don't know why sometimes it does. I just know the same thing I've been saying this whole show. God is good. Jesus is our healer. And he took those stripes for our healing. And like the word says, by his wounds, we are healed. You know, it reminds me of a story. Um, I prayed for somebody at ministry night at church one night. And man, I was so passionately praying for them. I so wanted to see them walk in freedom and healing. I, I, could, I had so much compassion for what they were going through. And um, they were like me. They were going through something really hard physically and had been for a really long time. And I prayed and prayed for them. And I did not see any breakthrough that night. That person went home as far as I could tell on the outside, the same way that they came in. 
Um, I know that God was there. I know that he was ministering to them. I did not see the evidence of a healing that night. And I was pretty discouraged. And so I just prayed and I was like, Lord, you know what? I'm just going to declare that I believe you for that girl's healing. And, and I trust you, God. And, and I know there's a lot of things I don't understand and I'm still learning. But one thing I do know is that you are good and that you want to see us healed. So I'm just going to keep pulling on heaven for her healing. And that next morning I got up and, um, I drove up to visit my in-laws and um, my husband, John and I spent the day with them. We had a great day visiting them. And I noticed that my father-in-law, Ron was like limping around and he was having a lot of trouble with his, I believe it was his right knee. If I remember correctly. And I was like, what's going on? And he's like, man, my knees really bother me. It's been hurting for years. It never gets better. And I'm just, you know, in a lot of pain. And you guys in that moment, I had to make a decision and I'm just being honest with you. I'm just keeping it real. I was so scared to pray for him. Um, my grand, um, my grandfather, my father-in-law is Catholic. And so I was like, I don't know where he stands on like the whole topic of his healing for today. Will he, will he be down with this? Is he going to think I'm crazy? Am I some like crazy charismatic lady? I didn't know, but I just felt the Holy spirit tugging at my heart saying, do you love him? And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. I love him with my whole heart. And he's like, then pray for him to be healed don't let him just sit there in pain because you're scared to pray for him. Leave the rest up to me, but at least partner with me in prayer. That's what I've called you to is relationship, Carla. You're in relationship with me. Pray for him. And so you guys, I had that moment and I was just like, okay, I'm going to go for it. So I was like, hey, Papa. That's what we call him. I'm like, um, listen, I would love to pray for you. You know, I would just love to pray for your knee, for God to heal your knee. Um, just for Jesus to touch you, if that would be cool, if you'd be okay with that. And he kind of just like shrugged his shoulders. He was totally chill about it. He's like, sure, why not? You know, that's cool. Oh, I was so relieved. So I was like, okay. So then I just laid my hands on him and I just prayed a simple prayer and I just asked the Lord to touch him and I asked the Lord to bring healing to him. I reminded the Lord that, that he took all those wounds for us on his way to the cross and that by his stripes, we are healed. And, um, I just prayed for his knee to be healed and for all the pain to leave his body. And I didn't feel anything. I said, Amen. I was grateful that Ron let me pray for him and that he didn't think it was weird. And, and I just said, Hey, thanks for letting me pray for you. And he looked at me and he goes, yeah, thanks for praying for me. He's like, listen, your hands were like super hot while you were praying for my knee. Like I could feel heat through my pants leg. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. Cause I mean, I didn't feel anything. And so, um, you know, we say our goodbyes, we leave weeks go by days go by. I'm still praying for people every, every chance I get that need healing in their body. And like I said, sometimes we see healings and sometimes we don't, and we just leave that up to the Lord. But a few months later, my in-laws came to stay with us overnight. We were having dinner and, um, he's like, Hey, by the way, ever since you prayed for my knee, I don't have pain in my knee anymore. And you guys, this had been months. Okay. I look at him and I'm like, well, hello, like, could you have waited any longer to tell me that that might've been super encouraging to know, but, um, he's like, Oh, I didn't even think about it. It's been great. And so I was like praising God all this time thinking that nothing had happened that day, except he felt a little heat in my hands when really God had totally healed his knee. And he has, it's been months and months and months now he has suffered no more with that. And in fact, the next time I was visiting at their house, his brother was visiting who has, um, diabetes and some other things going on in his body. And he's like, Hey, Gary, let Carla pray for you. She prayed for my knee and God totally healed it. So now like by the power of testimony, right? That's how we overcome. So now I got to pray for somebody else because of his testimony of God's goodness and God's healing.
And so I just encourage you guys. I just want to reiterate, Jesus is our healer. I understand that it doesn't always look like we want it to, but he is our healer. And I want to pray for you today, for all of you listening. I just pray for anybody that needs healing in their body right now in Jesus' name. I thank you, Jesus, that you just touched them. Holy Spirit, I thank you for your ministry to them right now. Pray for your healing power and your fire to go through their body. Lord, I pray for fresh faith even to believe you for their healing, Lord. I pray that um, they would feel your presence, that they would know that you are a good father and that you love them so much, Lord, that you see them in the crowd. They are not alone. You hear their prayers, that you care about them in every detail of their lives, Lord. So I just release healing now through these radio waves. I know there's no distance in prayer, Lord. I thank you for healing in all their bodies right now, Jesus, in their minds, in their hearts, wherever they need healing, Lord. And Lord, I pray that you give them boldness to pray for others for healing. Like I prayed for my father-in-law, just give them that boldness like you gave me, Holy Spirit. I pray, God, that you would do all that you want to do, that you would help us understand your heart better and know the truth about who you are. In Jesus' name, the mighty healing name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. You guys, thanks so much for joining us today. Please email me at the at scandalousgrace at carloswanigan.com. You can also find me on carloswanigan.com, my website, with all kinds of resources. That's Carla with a K. And remember, leave religion out of it and just bring Jesus. We hope you were blessed by today's episode of Scandalous Grace with Carlos Wanigan. Please go to carloswanigan.com to listen to podcasts, see where Carla will be speaking, and to find out about all of Carla Swanigan Ministries' resources, including her video devotional series. Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Please go to carloswanigan.com for ways you can partner with Carla in reaching listeners with God's love and grace. Please join us again next Saturday at 4 p.m. for Scandalous Grace with Carla Swanigan.